Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to a match reaction show. Uh, Preseason friendly, it's finished. Barcelona 2, Juventus 2. What an entertaining, entertaining game that was. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I mean, tell you what, I think both those teams didn't know that uh, it was a preseason friendly, I think, because the way they played it was spicy, it was entertaining, it was um, at times mesmerizing, but so much that we learned from that game. And I mean, that's what preseason is about. It's about, not about results, um, it's about performances, because results can often be uh, skewed, they can often, you know, be misleading. So you try to look for performances and you like, like look for things. And there was a lot to gain from that, from that match for both teams. Um, I, I think Barcelona started well. They started with, a, uh, with you know, again, with their high press. And with really high intensity, and I think this is something that we will see throughout the season. Hopefully, from Barcelona, they will really, you know, press high and press high up the pitch. And they were they dominated the first 10, 15, 20 minutes. They were really, really good. They were really sharp. They were, you know, forcing Juventus into errors. Um, there was a lot of uh, you know, what Juventus were trying to do. And again, the same thing that Madrid were forced to do because they were trying to go for the out ball, which was a long ball over the top. And every time they tried to do that, King couldn't hold it up. So um, Christensen and uh, Garcia could just step up and, and, and grab it or, you know, Busquets could drop in and grab it. So that's what they were doing. I know the commentator kept saying, he's losing the ball, losing the ball. They were not losing the ball. The problem was that they just, you know, they had no other way except to, you know, play the long ball over the top and try to bypass the midfield. Um, eventually, uh, Juventus caught control of the midfield. And I thought, um, considering the circumstances, I, I, you know, Barcelona completely dominated the Real Madrid midfield. But today they didn't dominate it. Uh, but I mean, they dominated, but they didn't overrun it. I mean, I, I think I think Barcelona won that midfield battle, but they didn't overrun Juventus, which is superior to Zakaria um, uh, and Locatelli and uh, Rovea. I think uh, you know they just they, they they did the job that they needed to do. Where they where, where they you know at times they were there, at times they were, they were pretty good actually, and and they did the job of uh, containing Barca's midfield as much as they could. And at times they were playing. So from the 20th to about the 35th, 36th minute, I thought they were the they were the better team. Juventus looked like the better team. They finally got control of the midfield. They were playing through. Uh, Di Maria started cutting in from that, uh, you know, from his right hand position. He started coming in and, and you know created a midfield overload. So at times it was that they were playing with four midfielders as opposed to three. And what that did was that was pushing Barcelona back, pushing them back, and and it was allowing Juventus to win the ball higher up the pitch or at least you know cut out uh, uh, balls from midfield. So it was a good tactical battle there. And then, of course, uh, 39 minute Dembele, uh, they did the Barcelona had had the expectant Dembele. And he just goes on a run, just passes it to him, just goes on a run, shoddy defending. And throughout that whole phase of play, was shoddy defending from Cuadrado, from Sandro. I thought Cuadrado was good in attack, was absolutely horrendous in defense. And uh, this one, he just goes through. I just needed to run better. He should have saved that goal, to be honest. He just lets it go in between him. It was, it was, a, poor, it was a poor goalkeeping uh, mistake as well. But quite frankly, Dembele should never have been allowed to get to that position in the first place. But it was a nice finish from Dembele. Um, and, I, you know, and then he gets, uh, uh, you know, and I, and I do think that this is a big season for Dembele because if Xavi can manage him and keep him fit, he has something that very few other players in that team have. He's, he's two-footed and he's got the ability to... Uh, you know, he's got that will pace, he's got that ability to cross the ball, to, to assist, to score. He can do everything. And therefore, if he can keep him fit, you know, the, the key issue for Dembele is fitness. If Xavi can keep him fit, then I think he'll be a big player for Barcelona this season, um, as evidenced by the fact of his second goal, which I thought was even uh, better because his second goal actually was, you know, again, was poor defending, but uh, it was actually, you know, very, very just bamboozled Cuadrado. And then he took a very nice shot, which uh, I, I thought the first goal was a bit of an error from, from the goalkeeper. The second goal, there was nothing you could run about it. He just mesmerized the defenders. And he shoots in as a wonderful finish. Uh, in between that, of course, there was a goal for Juventus as well. Great play uh, from Cuadrado. As I said, he was good in attack. He was pretty bad in defense. So it was a good, great play from Cuadrado. With nice little cross. Moise Keane finishes. Keane had an interesting career, hasn't he? Someone who's so young. He's still quite young. 
He's already played for Everton. He's played for PSG. He's had two spells at Juventus. Seems to be seemed to be at one point on the verge of a breakout and and being you know at least next big star hasn't quite worked out for him. We'll see how it goes this season. But uh, two well taken goals. I thought the second goal was also uh, very well done. It was a bit of fortune because uh, the pass that came comes in. Deon cuts it out, but it still somehow finds its way to Locatelli, who you know Sakaria then Locatelli, Locatelli kind of plays it in, uh, and then you know Kim finishes. So it was two good poachers finishes. But you know you take that, you take that from from any from any striker. And I thought he did well in that position, especially since Lau, which was not playing. So, I mean, the one thing that I will say about Barcelona is as, as good as they look in attack, and this is the issue, their defense is not good enough uh, to... It's not good enough to, to successfully challenge on multiple fronts. I think that's what it is. I they still I think if they can get Kunde, that might be the missing piece. And you can see why they want Kunde. I keep saying this. You can see why they want Kunde, because they need to uh, reinforce their defense. I don't think Christensen, Garcia, uh, and De Jong are good enough options in that defense. Actually, you know, I'll come to De Jong in a bit, but I don't think those are good options. I think PK is a little bit past it. I think Araujo is good, but the question is, where do you play him? Do you play him as a right back or do you play him as a centre-back? He's got to play as a centre-back for me. Uh, I think if Kunde comes and that's Araujo and Kunde, Kunde has to be the number one uh, centre-back pairing. If um, Kunde is not arriving, then I think they'll have to make a decision as to who's, who partners him. But um, they still need somebody. I, I, I don't think Christensen Garcia uh, PK and De Jong is really the kind of defense that that you want, like the kind of centre backs that you can really, uh, you know, reinforce that a little bit. So that's that's the Achilles heel. It might still be enough for them to win the league, by the way. Uh, but in the Champions League, that's where that might be. That's where there might be an issue. So defense is still an issue. But uh, you know, something it was second half once the this game. You know, there's a lot of uh, um, things to note. But I also liked uh, the fact we noticed there was such a youthful midfield for Barcelona. You had Pedri, you had Gavi, you had uh, Colado, you had Torre. Uh, Nico Gonzalez who started the game. So many under players, and most of them are not even 20 yet. It's just unbelievable the kind of uh, depth they have and the kind of youth, youth that they have. And, and, and this is why I believe Barcelona, they can just build on youth. They don't really need to splash a lot of money. They're doing it now, and I can see why they're doing it. But the reality is they don't really need to do that much. And so they could maybe have a very, very, they could have a world class midfield again in a year, year or two times, uh, you know, years time or two years time. We could have a really good midfield. They already, I mean, Gavi looks looks a sensation already. Pedri is already probably a world class midfielder already. Um, so you know, and Gonzalez looks good as well. So they've got already some elements. Others can also go into that role and look good. So you, you could very well have that. Um, I thought Lewandowski was a bit off the pace. Uh, I think he could have done better. He had a couple of chances in the first half. He could have done better with that. Um, he kind of just uh, just drifted away from the game. I think they kind of just passed him by. And so it's going to take him a little bit of time to get back in the you know, things. I hope he can find his form and he can support this team because if he's on fire, I, you know, they might not need need a, a world-class defense. I think they can get by without that if Lewandowski is firing. Um, there's a lot of chances missed as well. I, I think Barcelona should have easily scored six or seven in this game. I think uh, Depay had that very good chance was the end. There were two shots that went off the post from Fati and from Rafinha. Uh, and then, of course, in the first half as well, Lewandowski missed a couple of chances. Uh, you know, and Nambele, I think, played it to Kessie. Kessie missed a good chance as well. So they had opportunities. And, and again, they'll have to I mean, The fact that they're creating a lot of chances is good. The fact that they're not finishing all of them might come back to haunt them. And so that's something they'll want to work on finishing-wise, uh, of course. Juventus, for me, I thought the midfield was good. I really thought the midfield looked good. And that's something to build on for them. I liked uh, I, I, the way I played the full 90 minutes. That's good. I mean, that shows how much the manager backs him. Um, I thought Pellegrini looked okay when he came on. Maybe he wasn't at, at the races, had required the pace of the game yet. The standout for me was Glassenberger. Glassenberger just looked incredible the way he played. I, I think he's a fantastic signing for uh, for Juventus. I, I don't think they're going to miss the lick much. 
uh, with the way he played. If he can give this again, it's only preseason, it's still new, but I thought it looked fantastic today. He just, you know, he, his anticipation was on point. The fact that he even switched Bonucci, I think was a clear indication that they really felt that he was the one. The Lewandowski was trying to target Bonucci, so they tried to switch so that, you know, um, that could be more support on that side. But I just thought he looked good. Throughout the game, I thought he was immaculate. His reading of the game was good. He made some interceptions. I don't think he made too many tackles. But he made a lot of interceptions, which is what you want in your defender. So I, I was impressed with him. And someone I think definitely watch out for. Um, Di Maria looked great as well. Uh, the only issue with Di Maria again is that end product sometimes is lacking. I thought he, he, played, a, he played his part today. But I think it's at times, you just felt like the old, he was like the old Di Maria, you know, where he was trying to be too ambitious and trying to be too... Um, you know, forceful in things that he did, but the, at times he was mesmerizing. And I think, he, and um, I think he was the second best player on the pitch after Bremer. I thought Bremer was great and he was good. Uh, Locatelli looked okay as well. Um, yeah, it's hard to make because I mean, the, the midfield did this job, right? At the end of the day, that's what it is. But there's still things that are need to be ironed out. I've, I've seen that Milan and Inter, the way that they are, I think you went to look better at the moment, though those two, it's hard to read to do it, but I think they do look better. So, you, you might think that it would be favourites for the league title, which is, um, again, early days and still a long way to go before we get into the season, but uh, something there to consider as well. But let me know in the comments, what did you think of the game? Did you enjoy, you know, what, what did you make of it? Uh, you know, what the performances that stood out for you? What are the things that, that you know, uh, you might want to talk about? Let me know in the comments. Always happy to hear, of course, and share uh, thoughts and opinions. Definitely want to hear from you. Do remember to smash a like for this game if you if watched it, if you enjoyed it. Fantastic uh, game, by the way. Uh, you know, well, didn't look like a preseason. It looked like a Champions League game. Uh, at times, this is really high quality. And of course, remember to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. We always appreciate your support. And you then get, and you also get notified for all the videos that we do. We're doing quite a few bit of content now. So, you know, if you subscribe, you get notified. And we're getting close to 800 subscribers on Facebook. So please help us cross that milestone as well as 170 subscribers on YouTube. We want to cross that. So please help us. Uh, we'd appreciate it so much. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Take care. And we'll see you again soon. Bye bye.